When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Look at this. I have some planters peanuts. Oh, flex. I love them. Um, I just have, I have great news for this. Uh, I've got great development right now. What? Our email's working. So if you've been trying to do feedback to me for the last like three or four days, it hasn't been working. But I just got like three emails in a row because I reached out to um, Pat Lager. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, f- whatever he did, he fixed it. So if you've been trying to email me and I haven't written back, it's not. I normally do, but you can go ahead and send me stuff again. Why was it broken for four days? I I don't know. We had that whole like internet thing much. where uh, the streams were down is last it week. Them or is it this building? I have no idea. I believe it was a server server issue at Hubbard. Oh, it was. Yes. So because well, then shut it down. Then. Well, it, I think they did shut it down. And now no, no, I mean the whole building. Oh, oh, okay. Just okay. shut it down. Get rid of TV, radio. I'll, I'll throw that out there uh, when I'm over there in a couple hours. Here. Oh, that's right. You're going to be over there in a while. I will be. Um, but yeah, that's so we're good now, though. Yes. So if, yes. If, <coughs> I don't want people to think that they can't email me because they probably have been uh, the last couple of days and not get anything back. I am available to you now. And Tevin and I are both getting these emails now as well. Oh, so great. We I don't are, get shit. We're in the loop. <clears throat> so where do you find emails? I don't even know where to find them. So if they want to email us, they go on the app. No, and no, no. A- that's not what I'm saying. How do I find emails on my own computer? Because I don't know. We'll have to explain that to you during the break. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the... I think if you just click on the... Uh, the like the, the email mail button? Yeah, the Gmail button. I think everything gets forwarded to you there. There's a Gmail button? Yeah. Oh, I got Andy and I got some work to do after the show today. <laughs> I think you found it. <laughs> I found it. I got to do some uh, stuff for Michael Bryant with Andy. Uh, oh, Ms. Pat Williams, you going to bring her in October 17th? Is that, is that true? Uh, we're going to try. I don't have any emails from listeners on here. Did you guys block me out? You just no, don't, you don't, don't get them sent to you. I don't get the emails from Oh, I thought you said you forwarded them to me. I, I just usually relay them to you on the air, especially like this one. Michael, edibles make me feel disgusting and super tired. Edibles aren't for everyone. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, but that's not the argument. The argument is don't smoke. Yeah. Here's one that I did and, want to throw your way here. Anthony Edelman reached out. He goes, Tom, will you ever write a book about your career or just your life in general? Yep, and I already have a name for it. I don't know when I'm going to write it, but someday, you know what the name's going to be? You're a goddamn disaster. Close. It's going to be called Miasma. Do you know what Miasma is? No. no. Look it up. 
Because it's a perfect name for a book about me. I will tell you that. Mine is all pu pulling up medical terms because of what I Google. MIA. MIA. Is it a highly unpleasant or unhealthy smell or yappy or, or vapor? Nope. An oppressive or unpleasant atmosphere which surrounds or uh, emanates from something? Yeah, it's basically like there's a fog over everything. Oh, okay. There are better descriptions of it than that, though. I don't know. What, There's what you... the miasma theory, and I think that's where you're driving this from. It's that's abandoned medical theory that held, held that diseases such as chloria, chlamydia, or the Black Death caused by a miasma, a noxious form of bad air, also known as night air. So why would I pick that name? Because I poisoned the air for 53 years. That's why. They, uh, that's yeah. actually really good. What do you think yeah. about that? I huh? was like, why are you such a Debbie Downer? And then it's, oh, no, that's really no, good. No, that's clever. And then you My need asthma. to, like, release an audio book that goes along with it that's just you narrating, you're telling the stories as well. You think so? Yeah. Oh, my God, you would have to do your own narration. Yeah. You should get on top of this. You should get... Write a book? Yeah, work with somebody, because, like, you can tell them stories. I don't people find out this show's even on the air before I'm going to start writing a book. Yeah, but here's the thing. The book will help promote the podcast. Right. Yeah, we can book so. you on this show. We'll get Art to book you on the mm, show to do your don't call. We're going to have to approve that before we book be this on. author. I can't. I'm not coming on your show. Forget it. Right, because you, you can... Or you could even have if somebody did, like, a third-party, like, somebody wrote a story about your life, and then, yeah, you're audio version of it is you like well this is actually what happened because this candy ass sugar tit oh if i started yeah. telling the truth about what really happened with yeah. everybody oh that's that book would sell huge yeah oh, rachel's in she wants she'd be curious to know what you really think of everybody from the kq morning show like who I mean, when I worked there? We won't go into detail, but she's got names. Oh, yeah, well, she got like, some people she doesn't care too much for. I then... think that she wants to know things about. Right. Or just because everybody wants to see behind the curtain. Like, yeah. they're like, what's Brittany really like? Oh, does she? And like, if you're what like, an asshole. You know what I mean? Oh, wait right. a minute. She's sitting right there. You literally say everything I do all the time, always. If I come in here and I'm quiet in the morning, Brittany's in a bad mood. I'm like. Everything I have no, You're a there's disaster. no. But then at the same time, if you come in and you're too loud and talking too much, also a disaster. Also a disaster. There's a, <laughs> if you notice, there's a very small <laughs> realm I can live in. You know, you just gave me a, you inspired me. Oh, Because nice. I think the only way to promote a show like this is to write a book. That's what I. You're probably mm -hmm. right. And by inspired, you mean I straight up gave you that idea. No, I was going to write a book anyway, and you ruined it. I know, but for now, what motives are behind the book? I don't know. Yeah. I just have to figure it out. But it would be a good way to promote the show. Because like I said, three three quarters of people down in Red Wing, they were, all came over, mm -hmm. said hello, took pictures, all the rest of it. They had no idea the show was even on. And it's also a good way, too, to like close the book you know, on that chapter <clears> of <throat> your career. And it's like, okay, here's what we're doing post-KQ. and you know. Well, that wouldn't even be show. a book. That would just be a pamphlet. Here's the thing. <laughs> You're thinking about the time and energy, because I know you. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. my God, I don't have the time and energy to put in this. Well, I'd write it with Catherine anyway. Well, you write it with Catherine, and then you grab another ghostwriter who takes these stories, because you just sit down for an hour a week and tell mm -hmm. him stories, him or her stories, and they come in, they follow you a little bit here and there, they get a feel for your life, and they write up a lot of stuff. But it's all your input. You get writer refusal. You get whatever. But I think, I think that'd be a great idea. Put Won't I look like kind of like a prick in my own book, though? That's fine. Like when I went to no, 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 you won't. Well, no, you'll you be fine. Like you have to understand, I was only eighteen years old. I might have been seventeen still, as a matter of fact, when I went to Brown Institute. Mm -hmm. I think I was seventeen, 
And they, I came in one day and I was not wearing a tie because you had to wear a tie back then. Damn. To do radio? To go to radio school. Oh, do, Jesus. You had to wear a tie. And lucky now people show up in <clears throat> pants. So the guy didn't come up to me and pull me aside. He had to tell, tell me in front of everyone else, you need to learn how to follow rules, Tom. You don't, you're not following the rules at all. You have to wear a tie here, so follow the rules like everyone else. Now, if he had told me that behind closed doors, I'd be like, okay, yeah, you're absolutely right. But the fact that he had to bark at me, yeah. I showed up the next day, I was wearing seven ties. Jesus Christ. What an arrogant little prick I was, huh? What do you think? Listen, it would be, <laughs> if I had to write a story of my life, which it's not as, uh, it's not eventful enough to have a story. We'll see. Joe just wrote in, you should write a book calling My Life is a Goddamn Disaster, but I, I, don't, I don't have what you have. I don't have, like, a million stories. But, like... I think that if you don't give insight into moments you're an asshole, it's a shitty book because it's not oh, real. We've all mm-hmm. been monsters. We all take it. turns having moments where we freak out at the AT&T store. Like, there's, you can't be perfect all the time. Maybe I, change, I have a subtitle. It'd be called Miasma or subtitle, I Never Fired Anyone. And I really wish people would understand that. I was not in charge of any of that stuff. All the people that got fired, I never fired anyone. Why does that bug you so much? Because the company threw it on my back, so I had to take all the blame for it. It was just another piece of shit move by management. Would it have made a difference if you begged for them to stay? Like, I'm going to beg someone? You ever talked to me before? Like, I'm not good at begging. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Because obviously you have a big say in things. No, no, not that kind of stuff. But you would say that... Listen, at the end of the day, it was the company's decision for... Not the end of the day. It was flat out. That's what I'm saying. The first person wanted to leave the show to do their own show. They left. It didn't work, so they fired both of the people on the show. Somehow, they told everybody that I fired them. Yeah. It's like, no, I did not fire them. Stop lying. That's the one thing about management, and not just over at the queue. It's pretty much most places, not everywhere. But they will lie just to cover their ass, and no matter how much damage they do to you, they don't care. Yeah, which is weird because, like, I've managed, like, restaurants, bars, and clubs and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. Anytime I've had oh, to, yeah. Anytime I've, like, had to fire somebody, if, like, someone's like, did you fire so-and-so? I'd be like, damn right I fired so-and-so, and I'll there do it know. again. <laughs> it's also like, yeah, did you – it's funny when people don't – you know your friend. Okay, you know they're the type that showed up late all the time, right. showed up drunk. Why are you shocked? Like, right. you know your friend, you know their skill sets, you yeah. know they were shitty, it's fine. Yeah, like he was ripping shots in the back alley before work today. Like, yes, I fired him. And anybody else want to get fired, come down to my office. There <laughs> you go. I like it. Yeah. That works. But I was just never in a position. I was no one's boss. Nobody was my boss. And I wasn't anybody else's boss. So there was just no way for me to fire anybody. Yeah. You know, they didn't work for me. They worked with me, and most of them sucked at it. But, you know, except for Zanny, of course. Oh, yeah, who got fired the most. <laughs> who got fired more than anybody, what, five, six times now, something like that? Yeah, it's funny. I think it's. I think radio, you kind of have to accept that there is an ebb and flow. I think in every job, but especially radio is like, man, and that's what makes me so nervous, and I never know if I should finish my degree or what, because you, I just don't know if I trust. You just the likability, right? Like one minute people like you, one minute they don't. And I just go, yeah, I suppose. that makes me so nervous. Like, I don't know if I just am not meant for a job where it's not consistent. Cause I feel that, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be kind of interesting. Maybe yeah. I should. 
I think you should write a book. It'd be a great chapter in there. there. There was one woman that I worked with over there. Why don't you hit on every man who comes near you? God, it was embarrassing. <laughs> okay, but I was 20 and looking for love <laughs> in all the wrong places. Honestly, God, you would be leaving, and it's like, this is supposed to be a pretty classy event, and it was always, you know, I'm very attracted to you. Would you stop the- <laughs> drinking so much? There are people that are just flirty. Well, and that's beyond flirty. I know, but, like, it's just funny because, like, I don't operate like that. Oh, like, God, no, I like no, the. No, no. <laughs> Like, like the, the flirty, but like there is something lovely about being once in a while when you're around those people and they kind of do like the touching and then this and that. And oh, you're like, I hate that. I don't mind it. I don't know. Oh, it drives me nuts. It's like, ugh, why don't you drink some more? <laughs> What's well, what it is. They were always drunk. Always. Yeah. yeah. Always. It's like, oh my God. I think they think that they have to operate on that aspect or maybe that's like a defense mechanism. Like there's people out there that laugh at everything. And that's like their de- defense mechanism to make it in this world. Oh, yeah, that's true. They do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's funny about that? I know. I'll be like, yeah, I've got That'd a pap smear later. <laughs> no, I really do. So. I really do. It's true. <laughs> so do, you're getting more emails now? Yes, yes. That's good. You got any good ones? Uh, so shut the fuck up. Is that right. one of them? Uh, Eric wrote, I tell, you peop- I tell people about you kids all the time. Idea, get your app on the automotive system so I can be downloaded directly into people's cars. We're working on it. Thanks. We don't have that in place after seven months? I, I, think, I think that's a little bit more of a, uh, that's more of a process. Like you can't just call up Ford and be like, hey, put our app on all your new cars. Well, there's a thing called Android Auto and there's an iTunes or a Apple version as well. I don't know what it's called, but. Oh, like the Uconnect or whatever type of thing? Yeah, something like that. You plug your phone into the car and then Apple it shows car, up. Yeah. CarPlay, yep, that's what it is. Yeah, you plug your phone into the car and it shows up, but it only works on cars that support that sort of thing, which is only cars that were made in the last, like, few years, I think. Yeah, I think it's Because Melissa's got a car that's, like, maybe five years old, if that, and it doesn't have it. Yeah, I think, like, with Toyotas, when I was selling those, it was, like, 2018 or newer had Apple CarPlay. Mm -hmm. So most people still wouldn't be able to benefit from that, but... Yeah, probably. Some could. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's true. playing it in your car is as easy as just play it on the app and connect it to your Bluetooth. Any car yep. made in the last, God, 15 years probably, maybe even longer, has Bluetooth connection. Yeah, they do. I get the hurdle. Like, I get that. But it is one extra thing you have to one do. One extra thing. But at the same time, I, that's, I exclusively pretty much listen to things off my phone. Me too. So mm-hmm. it, to me, it's yeah. like an automatic before yeah. I even get my car started. I go, what am I going to listen to on this ride? How, how I'll even do it so much as I'll look and say, okay, I only have 10 minutes left on the family. Then, okay, what's, what I'm going to play next kind of thing. You're a planner. Yeah. Uh, um, have you met me? I am not. I'm like I know you halfway are. Halfway down the plans, but uh, you know, the halfway not. down the road, like ah, let's put some. Oh, I am like I am such. You should see my actual planner. Like it's crazy. I am such a planner. That's why I try to like get the most out of everything. Like I push. I'm like if Justin's like I'm going here, and I go tell me exactly where you're going because I need this picked up, and then we'll. Do, and he's like calm down. I just want to go to the post office and come back. And I'm like well if you do this, you can also hit up Costco. Yeah, we do and this that. And that. If we're yeah. gonna go out, it's like you know there's a UPS store over there. We got to return. Let's drop that off on the way. Yeah. yeah. Why not? You know I should mention by the way <clears throat> because I think I always I, I I try to always do this. You do need to understand. Yes, there was a period where it was horrible, and I hated most of the people I worked with, and blah 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 blah. But I cannot tell you how grateful I was in 1986 that Dave Hamilton called me 
that was it was like a magical 37 years. It was unbelievable. I am the luckiest man. And I'm trying to t- tell people that, yeah, thing, bad things happen to you, but if you want to dwell on those, that's your business. Mm-hmm. I would rather dwell on the fact, like, look at all the great friends I made. Jeff Passel just walked in last Friday. Oh, that was so fun. Just walked in the door. I love that man. He's a wonderful human being. You look back at all the people. Marky Rosen and I are still really, really good friends. Yeah. Dan Culhane, you couldn't find a nicer man than Dan Culhane. So there were, I am way, 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 way more grat- grateful for, for having worked that job than I am pissed off about all the assholes I had to deal with at the end. There was something there so exciting about that first big break. It was wonderful. You'll never get that excitement back. No, there's no doubt that you're right. I still remember when... Um, I had I decided like yeah, yeah. I kind of eased into it because I was doing overnights and then overnights and phones. When you asked me formally if uh, I would come back to the morning show, we were bowling, and I remember how excited I was, and I couldn't even concentrate on bowling because you're like, hey, I really we really want you back on the I show. I was lying though. I we really want you back on the show. Would you be willing to do it? And I was selling shoes at the time, and I kind of imagined my life without radio, and that that was one of those very formal. I remember calling my mom, and my mom was like, that's so exciting, because it was very formal, whatever, Mm -hmm. and watching AJ get this full-time gig and how excited he was. We're going to get rid of him. Oh, yeah. Don't tell him that. At least he had one week of excitement. (laughs) Maybe maybe you'll get a chapter in the book next to all the other people you got fired. Yeah, all the other ones. That's exactly right. No, I quit. That's why they call me Quitney. I quit all the time. Quitney. You know that some people didn't get that? Why do you call her Quitney? I said, what? She's quit her job like, like her four times. Her name is times. Brittany. Yeah. And she's quit. So, Quitney. Yeah. They couldn't follow along. It's like, what? I, my mom mm-hmm. loves that nickname. It's a great name yeah. for you. Because I will quit. If things are bad, I don't want to do them. I will quit. But see, that's the whole thing. I mean, if you want to sit around, like, like I said, oh, this sucks and that sucks and everything. Yeah, a lot of things suck for a lot of people. Yeah. But I would tell you that 95% of my life is phenomenal. It's fantastic. As it should be. So you want to hang in there and piss and moan about uh, what assholes people are? People have always been assholes. Yeah. Yeah. But people like to, like if you wrote that 5% that of people that are assholes, Mm -hmm. like that's what most of the world likes to focus on. No doubt about it. That's like why the news is all negative. So like that would be the most popular part of your book is just listing off all the a-holes that you had to work with. Yeah, there's no, you can't even argue that point. Right. It's just like, why don't you focus on... Look, I wake up and Andy will probably go, oh, Christ, this again. But I do. Every every night when I go to bed and every morning when I wake up, I thank God that I met Catherine. We've been together for 42 years, 43 years now. It's been unbelievable. You got about 43 more years of life. You want to switch it up with other somebody else? I'm like, get rid of Catherine. Get rid of her. No, I'll give you an example. We were down playing playing a, a little, uh, I can't remember the name of the game, but it's like, like a trivia Both? kind of deal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. answering questions and all that stuff and we were sitting on the couch and Catherine you know put her legs up on top of my leg I mean it's just that kind of sweetness Aww. I love that about her gross oh, it's really gross get a room pervert get a room yeah you pervert you touched feet I'm in a real like calling people pervert like phase of my life Justin is not a fan 
as he is <laughs> correct feeling by him. Tom, <laughs> correct feeling. Tom, that's great. You most, you're, I mean, and that's the thing is like Lover. you just have a really fun life, and you're, and I, I know that Catherine is a big reason why that your life is fun. Yeah, but don't tell Andy and Alex. Though. I would don't never. Tell them don't worry, Andy would never pay attention to. Does us. he have his headphones on? I can't see him. No. Yep, he does. I can see him now. No, I, I am very grateful for my wife, our children, our grandchildren. Mm-hmm. The kids came over last night. First thing Fawny did was, where's all your Halloween decorations? So we decorated the house for Halloween last night. She found a black, kind of like velvety skirt and this black hooded. She looked perfect. Kind of like Dracula. Yeah, like she was going <laughs> to sacrifice did. Jude for the blood of the October moon kind of vibe. <laughs> exactly right. Um, love that for her. I also have to acknowledge that Fawn is, knows what she wants and will inform you immediately oh, if yeah. you are not doing the thing that she, I would. Oh, God, I'm so happy you brought yeah. that up. Well, I've heard you tell stories about she sounds like a little mobster just running around just oh. controlling the family. She's True. hilarious, but she gets jokes, which I really like. Oh, it's she, unbelievable. She's so funny where she was arresting me, and I like a spin on her, and I was like, oh, I'm an undercover cop. Now you're arrested. And we were laughing so hard taking turns being undercover cops and re-arresting each other. Where, like, she gets jokes. She oh, gets absolutely it. she does. Sage is at that naive game. age where he's a little bit yep. like, why? Yeah. Why would you arrest me? And, yep. But, like, Fod is at that age where she's old enough now to, like, be in the mix. Do you remember being too young to get jokes? Totally. I do, too. No. Totally. And being, like, I uh, and not understanding mm-hmm. the, this or that. or I There's a specific moment. Somebody bought me a stuffed animal troll. Mm-hmm. And it with had, hair, yeah. yeah, with the hair, but it was like a bigger one. And it had the, uh, like, a, you could open its little booty, like, pajama. You know how they had, like, those, like, oh, little yeah, square yeah. back? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he came to my, uh, he came to the house and he was my dad's friend. So this was a very long time ago. And he was like, I went to buy toilet paper in blue paint. Instead, they gave me this. And I remember being like, the so confused. Like they, you didn't notice when they put a troll in the bag? Like, it was yeah. supposed to be like a fun moment for me. And I remember being like, God, you're kind of an idiot. Like, you're dumb. Yep. You take nice. everything at face value when yeah. you're a kid. Very nice. That's all I have to say. Fawny hit a home run. Oh, my God. Friday night. We, uh, we leased a, well, rented a house, I guess. Yeah. We rented a house so we could all stay in it together and all the rest of it. Super fun. By the way, there's a house about every two feet down in Red Wing that if it were here would be worth about $3 million. I know. And you don't even it's, realize how big they are. Oh, my God. Those houses are huge. Yeah. Nothing will, like, depress slash humble you more than, yeah, going to, like, a suburb that's, like, 45 minutes outside yeah. of the cities and seeing these, like, these are huge. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's God. also, like, a $200,000 house. I know. It's nobody wants ridiculous. I, you're 100% right. Because yeah. I checked all the prices. There was one house that was, like, 30,000 square feet. And even that one was only like two and a half million. Here, that house thirty thousand, yeah, $10 million Easily. minimum. Yeah. I mean, this house, there was a house across the street from where we stayed. And the house we stayed in was very nice. But I looked at a house, and I was like, that house has got to be a couple million bucks. I think it was worth like 600000 or 500000 mm-hmm. It's like, what? It's, yeah. a, it's like that up north, too. You it can, is. Oh, absolutely. You can get 100 acres for nothing. Yeah. So the great moment. So we check in. And there are these sheets that have little ridges on them. I mean, they're not really ridges because when you lie in the sheet, you can't feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can see it. It's kind of a nice design type of thing. Well, she didn't like that. She came downstairs and said, I can't sleep here. And she's totally serious. Like, Alex is like, why? She said, well, 
they got these sheets up there and they got all these like like strings on them and all that stuff and it's like it's like sleeping in an orphan bed oh, oh. <laughs> well what are you in the, an orphan bed what are you the princess in the pea like, yeah, get back exactly. up there orphan bed <laughs> come up with you know, an orphan bed because they watch disney and disney it's yeah. like oh, everybody is from an orphan like oh, oh this true. kid's from an orphanage well, i definitely remember and <laughs> yeah. i still have associations where it's like you see something for the first time in a cartoon and it it's that forever. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, this specific kind of blanket that, oh, you know, God. was in the orphanage in Annie yeah. or something. And she's totally. like, well, this is an orphan blanket. And 40 years from <laughs> now, she's going to see that blanket, blanket and still think about orphans. A hundred percent. When I was when I was a little kid, <laughs> the uh, Polar Express, we were watching the Polar yeah. Express. Oh, I love it. Which is a creepy vibe when I you watch it. I was going to say, what do you associate, like, creepy mannequin men <laughs> no. with trains so, now? So I'm sitting in class, and the, like, there's a scene where, like, the kid, the, I think, the, like, the boy is telling the girl like he doesn't celebrate Christmas right yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like oh he must be Jewish because like mm -hmm. I had a Jewish friend they don't celebrate Christmas they yeah. celebrate Hanukkah and I got detention for it because the whole class thought I was like making fun of Jews oh, like, no. uh -huh. like roars and like laughter and the teacher is horrified. I would have thought the same thing when I was I a was kid like, absolutely I was like in the principal's office like well so like Jewish people they don't celebrate Christmas and I just don't filter my thoughts and yeah. I yelled this out but yeah no. So <laughs> was the principal like pretty nice about it was like oh no I definitely still got detention oh really but, yeah, huh. no. good you should have been fired oh, well, right my, out of the school my like uh, not high school, like middle school of principal, she made me cut my afro because it was a distraction. Like looking back, I probably could have like got some money or Did like you have sued this or one? something. Oh, it was huge. I knew it. It was huge. That's I, a bummer. I was inspired. I was inspired because Carl, who worked at Dairy Queen, he was in high school. Ooh, he was Carl. like the one on, like one of the only other black kids in my school, town, and he worked at Dairy Queen drive through and he would deliver. Like when he handed you the blizzard, he would have to stick his whole head out and you would see just the mass of oh. afro. And I was like, I want to be just like Carl. It's like, grew my hair up. The massive afro. I bet that was beautiful. Like, I mean, it's like one of those things where you go, that's so cool that you felt confident because you obviously stuck out already. And then to right. stick out more, you must go, hey, I'm leaning into it. It yeah. bums me out that they were like, cut it. Oh, cause yeah, well like, Lil Bow Wow was like popular when around yeah, the time. And I was like, I want, I want cornrows like Lil Bow Wow. I told my mom, I was like, if you ever die, which I don't want you to, but if you and dad die, you know. can I please go live with Lil Bow Wow and his family in Ohio? And she said yes. You can but, try. Yeah, she said yes, but I don't think she actually made that phone call. All right, full disclosure, our wedding photo. And I don't uh. know why the hell I ever did this. Kathy said, you should do something with your hair for the oh my wedding vote. Oh, it's out there in the world, by it the way. It better be. I got the afro. Where? Look. It is the most ridiculous picture. I literally look like somebody's uncle who was dying. I mean, honestly, What God, does that mean? I don't know. I felt like I was about, <laughs> a, I looked like I was about a thousand years old. Um, so one of our mm. listeners has it and they send it every time you talk about it. I was going to say, I need this. They send this. my wedding picture? Oh yeah, they have it. They do? Because you had it somewhere like on a news report or something or what, something you did. I've seen Me it. with an afro? I've seen it and I don't know why I've seen it. I don't I've even know it. what you're talking about. I'm gonna make that was before you were born. Well, I would hope. I mean, I thought that yeah, chronologically. We got, yeah, we. That was but before I got married. You've probably seen it, Andy. Maybe I don't There's remember no, an afro. It's like, yeah. like afro is, is. There was a perm. It was yeah. a perm. It was not an afro. Well, no. At one point, it was a, an afro, but then yeah. I cut it, uh, and it was a perm. Yeah, the big. It was 80s always hair. permed because that's mm -hmm. how it got volume. Yeah, it was always yep. exactly. It's exactly right. Permed and feathered. It? Did you yeah, find it? You can't. You can't Google search it. I've, you I'm can't trying. Find it. I typed in Tom Bernard wedding photo. 
in Tom Brady's wedding photo. Tom Brady, up, there so you go. I might be. Even, I might even have it saved somewhere because that was like. Well, his mom and my mom were born in the same town, so what does that tell you? Huh? Yeah, Browerville, Minnesota. I'd be a phenomenal quarterback. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you wouldn't be. <laughs> but I'm not You're saying you yeah. would be either. Yeah. No question. All right, we should probably take a break here, huh? I would say so. We'll take a break. Kristen Burt will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. It's Tommy B for Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Normally, I'd be saying the boys of summer are done, and it's time for root beer floats with the kids after football or soccer practice. But with your Win Twins Minnesota Twins still in the playoffs, it might be time for some adult sweet beverages to cheer on our hometown team made with delicious gluten-free Killebrew Root Beer, of course. Might I recommend you consider this recipe for your... Killebrew Root Beer Rum Creams. You just need three ingredients. It starts with black spice rum, then add frothy cold Killebrew Root Beer next. A drop of Bailey's. Oh my gosh. You found October heaven in a glass. Whether you watch at home or at Target Field or just take it in the fall colors, try the root beer and cream soda my family absolutely loves. Killebrew. Head to killebrewrootbeer.com for your nearest store and pick up a six-pack or a case. Herbie, you're up to bat. There's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation. Consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the 
world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. A little Kristen. I'm looking right at her. A lot of Kristen. Right now, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Good morning. How are you guys? Marvelous. I would just like to point out that, you know, about a week ago, maybe a couple weeks ago, I think it was a week ago, though, that I pointed out something and you all went, oh, my God, you're so wrong. It's just a a horrible statement. I pointed out because there's somebody bitching about racism in America again, like they always just love to do. So I pointed out that, of course, the Eastern Hemisphere is by far more racist than we are, particularly Africa and that little land bridge that leads over to um, to uh, another area. Let's say the Middle East, we'll just call it. Uh, yeah, well, gee, guess who was right? Huh? You talking about the Israel-Palestine thing? I certainly am. There's no doubt about it. I mean, honest to God, the hatred that goes on over there. You know what amazes me most about that, though? So we got Hamas is fighting the Jews now, and it's only because they're Jews. It's a completely racist position to be taking. Uh, but nobody talks about that, of course. But the other thing about that, that that just amazes me, the whole thing, is that there are people in America that are supporting Hamas against the Jews. What, what the hell? You can look it up. There are people that support Hamas in America. Well, there's a lot of people who are anti-Israel. Why? To the point that you want them to be bombed? I'm going to, I'll step in because a lot of people in Hollywood stepped into it this weekend. I think a lot of people really Mm -hmm. don't understand the very complex, you know, decades and decades and decades long situation that has gone on there. Right. Um, And understanding that the violence has come from both sides. That is fact. Mm -hmm. Palestine and Israel have both done it to each other. Hamas is it. I'm going to call it a terrorist group and they don't represent the citizens of Palestine. They don't represent the the citizens of Israel. Right. right. And I think that people need to do maybe just a little bit of research before (sighs) stepping into it, making a statement and really, truly understanding who the victims of this entire thing are. Right. Yeah, there's no actual official declaration of war from Palestine. It's just a bunch of people. Well, I thought they did declare war yesterday. No, I I believe it's just Hamas Hamas. went in and decided to start killing people. Oh, because I had heard on a news report last night that they actually did declare war. No, Israel <clears throat> declared war on Hamas, I believe. Oh, it's the or other like way around. Or in, like informal war. You can't declare war on a terrorist group because it's not a nation, but you yeah, know what I mean. True. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how America never technically declared war on the Viet Cong. We just yeah, you know, might as well have. No, that's exact. So, yeah, they may as well have done uh, what we were talking about there, but so it's the other way. It was that, that they're saying that Israel declared war on Hamas. There's a state of war, is what they said. Oh, a state of war. Yeah, well, whatever that, that means. Well, yeah, whatever that does mean. And you know what? Those images were brutal to watch this weekend. Oh, like, God, yes. That was <clears throat> devastating. All of those women and children, I don't know. It just hurt my heart so much just watching even 
small slices of it. Can you imagine what it's like in real life? Oh, yeah. God. And there's, um, like, obviously, like, American citizens that were, you know, whatever, vacationing or over there working that are trapped over there. There was a Lions player that, after the game, he was getting interviewed, and he was like, I honestly just need to go find my phone because his family, like, during the game, his family was over there oh. in Israel. He's like, I can't even oh. think about, yeah. like, I don't even care about football right now. I got to oh. make sure my family's okay. I think it was Alex. Yeah, it makes Anzalone. our, like, our small problems here seem even smaller mm -hmm. yeah which is what i told you guys a week ago and you all start barking at me i don't think no, we were on the same sometimes show. you talk out of turn tom and i'll talk oh, about it oh, okay <laughs> that's about when what it is you're talking with tevin and Kristen, but i don't what was it uh I, yeah it wasn't about israel i don't even it remember was, what I it was i made the it wasn't absolute we what for sure we weren't talking Israel. Right. No. The hell we weren't. I was talking no. about Africa and the Middle East. I said that The Eastern Hemisphere is, you know, 90% of the land mass of the planet or something like that. It's but I specifically so said Africa and... Uh, I specifically stated this area. Find the tape. Yeah, well, I was just saying, go we got to run the tape Oh, my God. You, we don't have access away from to me, that. What is this, a recorded what? show? All of you get away from me. That's all I'm saying. Backstabbers. <laughs> We're going to pull the audio. I got you. Two, I was right. You tomorrow. were wrong. That's all I know. You're all dead wrong. Typical. Typical. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, the whole thing is just disgusting to me. That all. How many hundreds and hundreds or maybe thousands by now people have died? I don't think they have an accurate count, God. honestly. I think like there was a music festival going on and they thought about 250 people passed away yeah. there. Yep. I mean, they oh. were, unfortunately, they were sitting ducks because they were in an open field. Yep. And they came over the airspace and and then they and and by land, too. I mean, it just was it, it's hard to believe in 2023 when we see these images like this is actually happening in this world. I couldn't agree more. This still goes up this is because it's been going on since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. I, well, the struggles in Israel have been going on and, and Africa have been going on since. Whoops, what? Oh, oh, haze flow yeah. through my brain. What, what? is happening? It's she's mute. Got a, she's got to mute her. Oh. I did. The computer. No, the volume is up. Someone turned the volume up somehow. It sounded like an emergency there broadcast system, like last got Wednesday. A, there we go. I don't know. I'm, I'm, not I'm not using the right... No one... I don't know how to do it's any fine. of this. I'm just trying that, to figure what, it out. Is that like an orphan computer? Is it an orphan? <laughs> did you tell so the funny. story? I, yeah, I love did that you tell, story. Say the rag part first. No, you got to do it. You got to no, do I, it. Well, okay. It's not that exciting. <laughs> it's very funny. But she wanted to get a blanket that my mom brought, and she was like, "I was like, well, Pop Pop's gonna use that blanket." And she's like, "Well, this, these are like rags. <laughs> this is like an orphan's bed." <laughs> What? A monster like, of a human. A of a I blame girl. the book Madeline. I was gonna we yeah. were actually oh, talking true. about that. They look that's like true. the beds yes. mm -hmm. in Madeline. We were just talking like about the white that. sheet, it's not puffy, it's <laughs> yeah. simple. Yeah. I'm like, Too much Annie. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> seeing Annie. This, this I am like, it's like the quintessential movie I mean I get yeah. it. I get it. It's, she wasn't Totally off base. Right. The yeah. neutral palette that this Airbnb mm. set up did not know they were going to put out Madeline vibes. <laughs> no. Orphan vibes. Did you know that it's millennial gray and beige? Okay. Oh, yeah. Right? Gray. Agreeable gray. gray. That's the uh, name of the color that every wall in every house is painted at the moment. Agreeable, Agreeable gray. gray. Yep. That sounds what does that mean? fancy. It's like the most bland, inoffensive shade of gray that exists. It's agreeable. When are, when Pretty. are people going to stop with that ass kissing? I even have to paint my house properly what shut up this it's 
It's like a science that they did where you can yeah. walk into a house and imagine putting your own stuff in it. So mm-hmm. then the realtors, Ish. yeah, the realtors paint it that way because they want you to be able to go, oh, my stuff would go so great yeah, with it's like this a blank, thing. A blank canvas. Yeah. It's tipping Joanna Gaines' influence on Joan the entire living house industry. Yeah. And because they became so popular and renovated an entire town, it's unbelievable. If I see shiplap in one more house. Ah. Oh, yeah. Shiplap <laughs> islands, kitchen <laughs> islands. Specifically, they put an island in every kitchen they could. I mean, you gotta have. How are you anti? How are you anti kitchen kitchen island? Without an island, is amazing. Shiplap is is very trendy and limited. It's like a. It's like horizontal wood bars on the walls. It's like modern country. But it's a vibe. So there's different. There's tongue and groove. There's like Mm -hmm. certain things. Shiplap is just Mm -hmm. literally. I. Hot. Put these boards on this wall. Yeah, it's, like like the vi- it's like a vinyl, <clears throat> not vinyl, but it's like the wood planking, but it's on the wall. Wood panel. Oh, yeah, it's wood like wood paneling, paneling except it's horizontal instead of vertical. Yeah. What's They're it the for? ones who brought modern farmhouse and Aesthetics. made it chic. And mm. literally in California, it's it's the trend is, is already on its way down. But what they did was take every beautiful mid-century modern ranch home with an open floor plan, knock it down, and build modern farmhouse in its stead. And it's really sad. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. You know how, like, we all loved open concept so hardcore? Mm-hmm. When the pandemic hit, me and my sister were talking about, like, man, I wish I had a bunch of little rooms right now to put people in. I'm so <laughs> sick of us sitting <laughs> all together in these rooms. Or, like, listening yeah. to someone on a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit the Zoom conferences, I'd be like, oh my God, lower your volume. I know, I'd be like, can we have, just put one little room in here for you, please? Yeah, our house is like a mixture. We got a big open main area and then a bunch of little rooms around it, which I like. I like that. That's Mm -hmm. a good thing. So ship, what is it, ship lap? Ship lap. lap. So it looks like like you're in a wooden. Right, it's essentially like being in a wooden ship, but you put it on your wall, so like the boards are going. It's like you're living in a box. it's because somebody on TikTok probably told everybody that it was cool, and now we all put it well, in our house. It's how Atlanta Gaines told everybody yeah. on Discovery yeah. that they it's how cool barns were built for ages, and then eventually people started like putting bedrooms and stuff in barns, and then got used to like, oh, this is what a bedroom looks like, and now that's what they make their house look like. It's all about a vibe, and yes. they want their vibe, vibe to be like we at any point an animal could walk by mm-hmm, you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You the game right. transformed Waco, Texas. Yep. And yes, made it did. a tourist destination, and everything is kind of designed in that style. Yep. And yep. to me, like, Waco is where David Koresh yeah. and the right. Colts is, but right. they transformed what? an entire area. That was a great two, two-part two series, that Waco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That thing, Fabulous. Aftermath, I think, was the second one. That uh, was a really, really good show. I'll tell you what. I do feel like when people do it well, it looks great. It's just not my vibe. But I don't, yep. like... Like, people have a touch to it where I go, all right, when they mix some of those uh, themes together, it, it looks good. Yeah, it's like the same way that I could go into a modern house and be like, oh, this is really cool. I would never want this to be my house. Do you even but, like, care this is nice. what your kids, what the age they're at right now, like what your vibe Absolutely is? Absolutely not. I couldn't I have care no less. vibe. But I don't have there's a vibe. No my, vibe. my vibe is like, just, please don't be sticky when yeah, I touch the yeah, counter. And like, it is. Can it be remotely <laughs> clean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, our vibe is, is hand-me-down furniture. Yeah. Your vibe is hand-me-down. You walk into yeah. your house and you're like, this was all given to them. Yep, sure was. Nothing like goes together. And it's like, oh, you have a grandfather clock? That's what they call shabby chic. Shabby chic. Shabby chic. It's not shabby. Yeah, I was going to say, that's kind of a rough term. It's eclectic. Shabby chic is legitimately a style, and it it is is a Hollywood style. 
Like, Look it up. Oh, oh good. We're on the forefront. Actually, oh, Bond just texted me. She said orphan vibe. Orphan vibe. Orphan vibe. Orphan chic. Orphan chic. She loves orphan chic. I just don't, I've never been in anybody's house that had like bare boards hanging on their wall. We have, Sage's that. room has boards on his wall, but it's not shiplap. Hmm. Oh, I've, I don't, I've never even noticed it. Yeah. Board and batten? Yeah. That's what we got. Yeah. I don't know what the hell. Is. Don't worry about I it. I like paint. Put a little paint. I there. like wallpaper is now a vibe. But Fawn has wallpaper. Fawn has wallpaper in her room. Huge printed wallpaper is all the vibe right now. If you're really into decor, yeah, we have wallpaper in our. We grew up with wallpaper. Room. Yeah. Well, that was like an '80s wallpaper. It was all '80s wall. Every wall had wallpaper on it. Like yep. And then everyone took it down and painted, and yep. now everyone's back to wallpaper. Also, it's just cyclical. It's so dumb. Don't hang it yourself. You'll end your marriage. No, I was gonna God, say, no. Dan. Almost, we almost ended our marriage. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't do it together. Yeah, Dan just did it on his own when I was out of town, and I came back and he was like, it was terrible. Didn't go well. Did not go well. And we did the pick, or the, uh, was it stick and peel, or the peel oh, and peel stick? And, stick. Yeah. and you can't really adjust it? No, it has to be Once perfectly straight the first time. No bubbles, no anything, but or else it's aren't straight, so No, they're not. It, you, they say no. that the only time to use it, we found out after we bought it, and it was like, you know, 200 and something dollars to get this giant wallpaper in. It's beautiful. But the we call the lady because I was like, after we put in one, and I go, well, this is terrible. Like, our marriage will not handle this. <laughs> the and, marriage collapses over that. And so I call the lady. I go, hey, can we pay you to put this? She goes, I'd love to. Like, what kind of whatever? Oh, it's peel and stick? No, I don't do that. No. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? So we had to end up like, we made it work. But, oh, my God. We, we, we said one panel a day kind of vibe because <laughs> our yeah. it was, wow. I was super yeah. pregnant. And I I love my husband, but we were not meant to do wallpaper together. <laughs> I don't think anybody also, is. Also, I looked up Shabby Chic, and I've never been inside Andy's house, but I promise it is his house does not look like what they are pulling well, up on Shabby Chic. Shabby it does. Oh, no, not anything. This is like... But this is what I imagine Grandma Chic This looks like, looks like. he would, if, if you live in this house, you collect Victorian dolls. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> this is what grandmas live like. Yes. Exactly. So Shabby dumb. Chic is actually more like, I would say, coastal grandma. Yeah. Yes, yeah, coastal grandma. I'm not mad at Shabby Chic. Yeah, like, I'd be, I would be into I Shabby Chic. 100%. If you didn't have children or Dan, this <laughs> would be your house. There are so many times where I'm like, Dan, I know. if you would allow me to just, like, live my truth, Ex- I would be, like, one of those mega Halloween people with oh. like all the crap in my yard. You and I, when uh, Dan and Justin die, if we just live together like it's this, it's gonna be. Oh my god! You're living your best Golden Girls life. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Shabby chic, exactly. covered in Halloween decorations. Yeah. Yes. And Christmas, I would be I, one I'm of those crazy. I'm for Christmas. Yes. I'm like so excited. I went into Costco. The trees are up. I'm like, I cannot wait. Love yes. That. We got it covered. You start with Andy's birthday on the 26th of October. Then it's. Ethan and my birthday on the 7th of November. Then it's Thanksgiving. Then it, I mean, we literally go it's from... my birthday. There you go. Yeah, we go from mid-October Justin's until... Justin's in there, too, somewhere. But Stuff season. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the fall vibe. Something. Yeah, October to December is a very busy time of year for us. It is. It is. Oh, my gosh. Watch. This house has a pink roof. Sorry. It's so good. I googled right. shabby chic. I get used to people trampling me on this show. You couldn't. I'm here to deliver all a... the West Coast styles to you guys in the Midwest. Thank you. Is there anything you don't do? You're you're educating us on how to decorate houses, what to watch on TV. Like... I know. Well, I, you know, a lot of the home decor shows kind of cross over into, into entertainment. Yeah. So, I mean, we have had even like scandals in the home decorating space and everything else. So you just always have to kind of like follow who the hot designers are. 
What oh kind yeah, there of was a couple. There was one up? that one couple. They had like a super messy divorce. What were they? Oh, um, yeah, you're thinking of Tarak. Yes. And Lusa. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Truck yes. and Lusa. Yep. Those are names. Truck and Lusa is his name. And then his names. wife is now Christina Hall because she's on her third marriage. So <clears throat> Christina divorced Tarek, and then she married this guy, Aunt Anstead. And then they had a baby and divorced within like a year or so. And now she's with this other guy, Josh Hall. So she's on her third marriage in like, say, seven to 10 years of being famous. So Jeez. it's been a lot of name changes. And Aunt Anstead is now engaged to Renee Zellweger, huh. randomly, like out of what? the blue. And, and Tarek is now married to, um, she calls herself Heather. It used to be Heather From Ray. Selling Sunset. From Selling Sunset, but she's now Heather El Musa. And they had a kid. So there are like <clears throat> kids everywhere, goodness, blended sir. families. Christina doesn't really talk to Tarek. Aunt doesn't talk to Christina. <laughs> Aunt is friends with Tarek. I mean, it is just such a strange blended family situation. What a mess. Yeah. And they're all basically in the decorating or renovation type of space. Hmm. Look at all I learned today. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you can Here go to, to a educate. dinner party and talk about so many different subjects. Vital so. information for your everyday life. Hopefully the next mm -hmm. uh, Bernard grandchild can be named Tarek or... Yeah, what Tarek. Was Andy, that's up to you. How about Ant? <laughs> you, Andy. Ant, Ant Bernard. Ant. His name, full Ant name Bernard. can't be Ant. It's got to be like Bernard. Anthony or something, right? Yeah. Possibly. He's British, so Ant, I feel like, is Anton. definitely... An... Probably like Anton. You think what is his Anton? name? Ant what? Ant Anstead. Ant Anstead. A-N-T. Yep, A -N Anthony. Yep, that was Anthony. right. Damn. Anthony yeah. Richard Anstead. There you go. But they call him Ant. Did you go Anth? I have a, I have a friend who had a boyfriend <laughs> named Anthony, and she called him Ant. And I was like... <laughs> Brittany really liked that Brittany one. Can't. She's vomiting in I the bottle right now. Yes, almost she's took a sip of water and almost spit it all over Tom when he said, you call him Anth? Anth. How you doing, Anth? Mm. Uh, whatever works. So what's coming on? Anything coming on television I should be looking forward to? This week is, is the return of Frasier. And I saw oh, the first yeah. two preview episodes that are debuting Thursday on Paramount+. Plus, and it is a delight. Who's in I it? I cannot believe I am saying that on a reboot. Just Kelsey Grammer. Oh, he's the only it's, one in it? No one else. Right? Well, there are going to be some returns. B.B. Newirth will return as Lilith. Right, she's going to be in like a, like a cameo there's kind of thing. Right? Well, yeah. there's going to be a few episodes because their son is in it, Freddie. Freddie, yeah, but it's so not the Freddie from the original show. It's a new actor, right? It's a new, yeah, yeah. it's an adult. It's an adult Freddie. But, um, and, you know, you won't see David Hyde Pierce or... Jane um, Leaves. John Mahoney, Daphne, obviously. Daphne Leaves. Daphne Leaves is not returning. Oh, or Jane leaves, as Jane leaves as Daphne Moon. I love her. If you remember, her. she married um, David Hyde Pierce yep. at the end of the series. Yep. So. And they had a kid. And I think their kid is in the new show as well, to some degree. To some degree, but it's not... very strange. I don't know. I'm skeptical. There's ties to the past. And I think what people will like, because... Frazier moved to Chicago at the end of the series. He's back in Boston where he started out on Cheers. So there's going to be threads of what people are familiar with. Um, but it doesn't go like, hey, let's go and get Norm, you know, or where's Sam and Diane, like that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Right. So um, it's it's actually in watching the first two episodes, it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it's actually kind of familiar and comfortable. And I think that's what, what makes it work because they didn't try and reinvent the wheel with all of this. Well, yeah, but we're expecting more Frasier, right? So 
Let's yeah, give you're us more Frasier. And, and this is the character that's, that Kelsey Grammer played so well. Mm -hmm. He hasn't abandoned it. He hasn't really tried to like modernize <laughs> Frasier too much or anything else like that. He is that same sort of curmudgeonly uptight character that we all know and sort of love. Um, but but I think the show is, is sharply written. It's by the original producers. So they understand where Frasier came from and where he's going. Huh. Why is David Hyde Pierce not in it? None of them wanted to. I don't know why. They, do it. they haven't really said exactly. They just said they're not interested, basically. <clears throat> he was always my favorite on the show. Niles, yeah. yeah it's hard to Niles. imagine Frasier without Niles. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But believe it or not, it actually works. Mm. So um, I highly recommend watching the first two episodes. <clears throat> I was actually glad when I got the preview episodes. I'm like, mm, do I want to watch this? And I was surprised at how good it was. Do they do like a Will and Grace reboot where they ignore completely how they ended the first part and then nope, just it's a continuation. redo? Okay. It's a nice continuation. You kind of like get the threads of like where Frasier ended in 2004 and carried him to now. Same so. 2004, God. <clears throat> that was 20 years ago? Yeah, almost. Was. God. Is it the same ridiculous. song that... Boom, ba boom, boom, ba do, ba do, ba yeah, what? My, uh, my press <laughs> copies don't include credits oh, or wow. beginning. Yeah, we'll have to find I get out. all of like the rough copies. I know. We'll when all we get together. press, they're always like, uh, you know, the colorization hasn't been finished. Uh, the songs aren't, you know, all in. So, and, you know, the commercial breaks aren't there, obviously, either. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. So, David Hyde Pierce, is he doing anything now? He's been on Broadway continuously over oh, the last okay. decades. It's right. a very successful career there. My surprise to find out that he was gay was zero. No. What? <laughs> like, after watching, no. I barely ever watched Frasier. I just was too young when you were watching it that I was like, this just isn't my yeah, 2004, show. you would have been 15 when it ended? Yeah. yeah. Like, I just, you'd watch it with them, and I just was like, uh, just old people yelling at each other. I was super into Frasier by the know. end, yeah. Yeah. And, but I was always like, I, I like Niles, and I'm like, oh, he's gay. That's why. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. That's totally I think John Mahoney up. also might have been. John Mahoney. He was the dad. John Mahoney Let's passed see. away in 2018. Yeah, he died yeah. a while ago. But I, yeah. You think he? There's was a too. nice and there's a really. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a really nice tribute to him in the show too. Oh, oh that's nice. Yeah, yeah, oh, you'll yeah, you'll him. see it. But I'll let you guys discover it for yourselves. About, but I um I love that they did that. Did they bring up Eddie? I was going to say. Yeah, the Eddie. They, you know, there's there's been talk there. Like Eddie was an actor on the show, even though he, he was, was obviously the dog. Um, Moose and Enzo. Yep. And Enzo was Moose's son. Yep. Sure was. Which I think is like so fun, but mm -hmm. you'll, you'll definitely hear references to both of them. All right, young lady, we'll talk to you tomorrow. I will be here. Sounds great. Thank you, Kristen Burt. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. 
and tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. All right, we're going to have a, um, a vote. Oh, dear. The four of you are going to vote on this. So it could end up in a tie. So now I'll be the tiebreaker. Okay. okay. Should I read this story or not based on the headline? Okay. Okay. Bay Area restaurants institute penalty for brunch vomiters. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, what? I have, I have thoughts in the past. Andy, you going, all, you going to close it out with all four? Andy, let me just say this. Bottomless mimosas. <laughs> that's bottomless mimosas. Yeah, that's the reason for not like some the weird allergy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I've worked at places oh. that serve bottomless mimosas, mm. and they're one thousand percent should be a charge for throwing. Yeah. All Dad wrecked his camera, by the way. That's okay. I don't care. Oh, where'd you we go? Don't care. I don't care. Where'd you go? I miss. Uh, you, so. I was looking up other. I'll fix it between shows. Okay. Anyway, what I, I was on a path there and then somebody started talking and changed the subject so what were you what were we talking about you're gonna brunch? do the headline for the throw up brunch people. no it's too late the story's been ruined no you already read the headline no. and now you're reading the story it's all been ruined it's all horrible and hey horrendous. okay i'll google it and i'll read it there's a reason we revere brunch do you revere brunch no. i yes. freaking love brunch I like brunch, I've never best been a meal of the day if i could eat brunch every day i'd be thrilled oh thank you yes That's let's go to brunch sometimes <laughs> Let's all go. Oh my brunch. God. Um, uh, the reason uh, there's a reason we revere brunch. We look forward to unpacking the work week with um, friends over uh, decadent egg dishes, syrup-laden pancakes, and the request mimosa. Uh, re- requisite, excuse me, mimosa. Uh, 
We give ourselves permission to indulge in extra bacon and maybe even a second cam, uh, champagne cocktail. See, I just have no interest in any of this. <clears throat> okay, but just get to the point where this restaurant, so the restaurant is implementing, they're having a problem with bottomless mimosas and people vomiting. Yeah. And now they are saying they're having a controversial um, like financial penalty if you throw up at brunch because it's <laughs> happening fair so enough. often. Why would you feed someone so much alcohol they vomit? That's, that's, well, that's, where, the, that's thing. where the real it's, issue is. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning and you're drinking a combination of orange juice and alcohol. It's just like the worst idea possible. And, bad. And so like... I worked at Union where they would have like drag brunches, which had bottomless mimosas, which everybody's just... What's a drag brunch? Oh, no. It's like, are you familiar with the drag show? So they literally come in dressed in drag? Oh, yeah. It sounds, really? It's, it's, it's really fun. It's, it's very bizarre, fun. but it is the most fun. Like, if, you find, really? if you find, like, because uh, it'll be themed, so it'll, if you find a theme that, like, you enjoy, like they do, like Cardi B, Taylor Swift, whatever, and if you find the right theme, it's a great time. But anyway. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What's that's it's a drag brunch. Drag brunch. It's, it's put on drag by uh, Flip Phone. It's like a local company that started just doing drag brunches. Yeah, and they there do them all go. over the yep. place. It's a performance. Yeah. Like, yes, the yeah, outfits, okay. the hair, mm-hmm. the everything. It's it's pretty enjoyable. But yeah, you were saying yeah, what sorry, happens? They do when... like drag, but like people like because they drink so many bottomless mimosas are throwing up in like the bathrooms and stuff. But so they're. Why gonna... would you want to do that? I don't. Well, get I mean, it. you don't have to drink to that point. No, but you, you don't. can. But like, people do. I think there should be a charge if you throw up. I don't, that's Jesus. why I had to quit drinking because I had to. I had to vomit. There's no I had to stopping. drink until I vomit. I'll tell you this though, you think that brunch is the solution. You go, I'm going to eat this fatty food and have this little hair of the dog kind of no. moment. You no. always walk away going, this was not the solution mm-hmm. I was looking for. Not but for a plan. A, but for a small window of time when you're sitting there laughing with your your girlies and your gays and you're going, this is a lovely. I'm having a great time. And then the, your whole day is ruined. And no. you will take a nap at 2, wake up at 4, and hate your life. <laughs> it sounds bad. But, Whoa. I mean, you're out on a patio somewhere. You're drinking some mimosas. It's <laughs> sun shining. It's good. It is a vibe. Yeah. Never had one. Brunch? Uh, no, mimosa. <laughs> he has, I was going to say, I, if he says I've never had brunch, I I've had brunch, but I've never had a mimosa. Mimosa, I don't know. I'm I've sure had I've sipped. It's orange juice and champagne, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. a little It's not really my thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather have a Bellini, if you're going to ask me. But Bologna? Bologna. Mm-hmm. Bellini. But what's in a Bellini? Bellini? It's right. champagne, peach puree, oh, yeah. and it's like there's more to it. Mm-hmm. So it's huh. more, it feels more fancy than just like I put some orange juice and champagne. Oh. In How about that. a beer? How about that? Yeah. Is that good? How about Four Loco? <laughs> There's Four Loco. Oh, there you go. Bloody Mary with a beer back. That's a brunch thing. Oh, it's time. Bloody Mary I can oh, okay. see drinking for brunch. <clears throat> I was never a bar drinker. I just didn't like either. drinking in bars. Neither. All these drinks, too, you have to imagine, they put the lowest grade alcohol well, in. Well, yeah, of course. The, so you're going to feel yeah, the like The champagne hell. you're getting in a bottomless yeah. mimosa brunch, like, it costs probably like a dollar for that <laughs> yeah, bottle. Yeah, great. Exactly. Uh, no wonder like, they vomit. Yeah. I was going to say, that's... It's just that's uh, the problem, really. It's rubbing yeah, alcohol and uh, seltzer water. Yeah, but I mean, for so for the, <laughs> for the story, does it say how much Man they charge? Yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah. What's the charge for vomiting? Um, I'm gonna tell you if it's worth it. Alcoholic Brittany will tap into her brain. <laughs> it's like what? Let me see. Dear all mimosa lovers, please drink responsibly and know your limits. A fifty dollar cleaning fee. Fifty um, bucks. Actually, it says a fifty dollar cleaning fees will automatically include uh, in your tap. What? This is the worst written note I've ever seen. Fifty bucks. Is it worth it? That's 
A no. little more expensive than I thought. If it no. would have been 20, I would say, yep, that's not a big deal. Throw it on the tab. Mm. 50 well, bucks. I mean, f- they're probably trying to make it more of a deterrent of vomiting right. than yeah, like a make it easy to clean up after but the But wouldn't vomit. you have somebody who knows how to write? <clears throat> Listen well, yeah, this. it this seems like the now. article's written very poorly. Please drink um, responsibly and know your limits. A $50 cleaning fees will automatically include in your tap when <laughs> you throw up in public tab. areas. Who's you mean tab? I've been yeah. moonlighting as a writer. Oh, you had to be you. I knew it. Now, a $50 it fees will automatically include in your tap sounds... <laughs> It's very ESL. Wait. It's not good. So are they putting that in that's only if you vomit, correct? Like, they're not just putting that in for everybody. Everyone has to No one would go there if they Sometimes, like, they're like, hey, we've been having a lot of theft years. We've been including this in fees. Part of me got a little nervous. Yeah. What the hell? I know. All right. Do we want to? So we got a new um, transition between shows, which is good. So I'm going to hit this. We're going to play that just like before, and then we're going to go out. We're going to go and do an ad break, and then we're going to go right into it. Okay. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years. But I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, hmm, his guy, Tom, sent you. <laughs> 
Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. It's Tommy B for Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Normally, I'd be saying the boys of summer are done and it's time for root beer floats with the kids after football or soccer practice. But with your Win Twins Minnesota Twins still in the playoffs, it might be time for some adult sweet beverages to cheer on our hometown team made with Delicious, gluten-free, Killebrew root beer, of course. Might I recommend you consider this recipe for your Killebrew root beer rum creams? You just need three ingredients. It starts with black spice rum, then add frothy cold Killebrew root beer next. A drop of Bailey's. Oh, my gosh. You found October heaven in a glass. Whether you watch at home or at Target Field or just take it in the fall colors, try the root beer and cream soda my family absolutely loves. Killabrew. Head to killabrewrootbeer.com for your nearest store and pick up a six-pack or a case. Herbie, you're up to bat. There's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killabrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, five. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner.